And we're back with another exciting edition of the weekly AMA. I am your host, Dan Friedman. And with me, we have none other than Joe V. Arminio. Say hi, yeah. everybody, Joe. You're joining everybody. Sorry, those of you out there that can't read lips. I guess we had an audio issue. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it was really sad. I was I felt really really lost. Um, but now I feel better. Yeah, yeah. And and, and you know we're, we're going with the hats today. You know, Joe of course is promoting the ecosystem, and I'm just kind of like shilling my own company here. But what are you gonna do? You know that that's I don't have a nice cool ergo hat. Okay, I have my Zengate hat. I just wanted to do like all hats, uh, a, 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 all hats, anything AHA today. So, um, yeah, that's what happened. Um, anyway, anyway, so, um, yeah. So again, this week, this last week, uh, basically we've been, uh, you know, kind of, um, you know, huddling together. Um, so, uh, of course the work continues with, uh, uh, you know, w- w- with basically spreading out, uh, spreading out the, our network, um, talking to funds, as I explained before, uh, and just to kind of really trying to push the ecosystem into a, a new level where we can start bringing a lot of uh, commercially viable products and, you know, interest in the ecosystem from, uh, from funds and, uh, various different investors that would be, uh, you know, that are looking for something cool like Ergo. Um, however, a very exciting thing is this catalyst proposal that we've been actually working on together. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, this is the, uh, the, the Rosenbridge catalyst proposal. Um, this is going to be a, an amazing, um, new way for Cardano stake pool operators to create income for themselves. So, um, yeah, it's really exciting. We're going to share details, more, uh, you know, more details, I guess, Joe and Wood, just, just a little bit, right. In a few days, we're going to, we're going to give them more details about it. Yeah. But all in all, this, this should have, this should give us a really, really cool boost, uh, for Rosen and for the ecosystem as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's very exciting to be kind of, you know, at, at, at the final, at, almost like at the finish line, right? Because we've been, we had this proposal for a while. We were waiting for fund 10. Uh, yeah. And finally it's just, it's, it's time it's, it's, you know, it's go time. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's just been really kind of our main focus. And, uh, we're, we're hoping to, uh, like I said, be able to kind of give you all the details in the next few days we will. And, uh, yeah, always uh, looking for feedback from the community. Uh, and however, I think this will be really, really cool for the community and the community is going to really, uh, like what we got going on for you guys. So Joe, what's been going on in your world, except for beach weather at 60 degrees. Yeah, we're preparing for the year anniversary. Uh, we've got a lot of content lined up for this weekend. Um, good stuff. Community is, uh, really, you know, evolved, developed in the last year. Um, so there's, you know, a couple surprises there to highlight, uh, that are coming uh, a couple of nice uh, videos from, you know, the Virgo foundation uh, as well as different projects in the community, community members. Um, we're also going to have kind of a community chat uh, tomorrow. So those of you that are around, please hop in, participate. Um, hopefully we can get that formatted in a nice way that uh, people that kind of miss it um, 
Yeah, can tune in. Uh, I know this weekend in the U.S. is what Fourth of July, which, to be honest, I don't really care about. But it's a food holiday, right? And the food holidays are the best ones. Uh, so, hopefully, uh, everybody's gonna have some nice food, nice time with your uh, Ergo event. I know I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we had a good weekly update uh, this week. Uh, as, as usual, we'll try to get the video out by Sunday. Um, hopefully, those of you. Um, yeah, that are tuning in can catch that. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of content and uh, should be available on YouTube. So something that, uh, you know, time is limited. Uh, you have the ability to kind of absorb slowly. And uh, when you when you get into the technical videos, sometimes it's really nice to be able to rewatch it. So I'm hoping everybody out there is looking forward to that. I know I am. I am as well. And, you know, Joe, um, you know, you're in America and, uh, you, 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 I guess you don't care too much for celebrating the 4th of July. However, I, like I, I like am, well, you like the food, right? But I go all out for the 4th. Okay. I'm going to be flying the American flag, blasting credence and barbecuing the shit out of barbecue. And of course, confusing the shit out of my neighbors because they'll, they'll have no idea what's going on. Uh, because you know, 4th of July, what's up? What's, you know, they, they, they you know, they don't know. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I do this every, every, every year, uh, confuse the shit out of my neighbors on the 4th of July. They'll wonder why is there so many, you know, drunken barbecuing foreigners flying a giant American flag in the middle of Japan. But you know, it's, um, to each their own. And to me, this is, this is fun. That, that's the kind of person I am. So, uh, let's see. So uh, how about we get to some questions, Joe? What do you think? Yeah, I'm always, that's why I'm here to talk to the community. So feel free to ask anybody out there. Well, you're here to talk to your camera, which will then be visible to the community, which will then be asking you questions, which will then be, I'll be saying back to you, which will then be answered to the community. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I want to apologize for the little audio issue, everybody. We've been uh, upgrading our little broadcasting uh, setup to where I think we're going Twitch, Telegram. Uh, oof, what were the other ones? Yeah, so is, is the voice of Andy just in my head or is it really happening? No, it's, it's, in, it's in your head. Nobody else can hear. It's messed up. How did you know what he was saying, though? Are you guys screwing with me? Uh, anyway, um, yeah, yeah, we got, we're, we're, we're broadcasting live all over the, uh, all over the interwebs. Yeah. I got their twitching and, uh, what else did he say? Twitch and what? Telegram, Twitter, I think. Uh, yeah, it's all over the place. Hopefully yeah, next yeah. time. Can get everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, let's get to our first question here from, um, uh, from FC can okay. And so FC asks, can someone explain how many nodes, uh, he means nodes would be helpful for the project. I'd like to spin up several in the coming months. I've no, uh, I've noted it's about 430 uh, currently. Is there an optimal, uh, an optimal number? Uh, so Joe, since you're someone, can you explain this? Sure. I think that's, uh, a well-intentioned question, but it's the wrong question, right? Uh, I think the best question you can say is how many nodes are helpful for you to 
uh, have the best assumptions uh, as a user, right? And, you know, one thing that uh, is pretty cool uh, in the Ergo ecosystem is the ability to run your own full node and then run like clients that are connected to that node, right? Um, you know, when you're talking about distributed assumptions, right? Sometimes, I don't know, you get into this funny question and, and I'm going to make fun of uh, Binance Smart Chain, right? There's 21 different validators or something like that. And, and they're all CZ. And they're all CZ, right? Uh, so it, it's not necessarily the amount of nodes in the network. It's the distribution. And that's actually somewhat difficult to track, right? Because if I want to spin up a bunch of nodes in a local environment, um, there's the capacity to do that, right? And so, you know, I know there's been questions in, in, in the crypto space. Hey, can we incentivize running a node, right? And that's actually somewhat dangerous because then it puts an actor like me that's like, hey, I'm just going to spin up a bunch of nodes in a local environment and kind of uh, farm the hell out of whatever that incentive is. Um, it's shifting from like best practices for the end user to, uh, something that is potentially gameable. So, you know, it's not so much the number itself, it's the distribution. And then we get into the question, okay, how do you, um, make that barrier of entry, uh, as easy as possible? I think that, uh, one, uh, yeah, video even coming, I hear. Well, it's not Satergo himself, but our Adberg himself, but Satergo Wallet um, has been really great in terms of moving us from, you know, spinning up a jar to having an executable program uh, for the node. So I would recommend everybody out there uh, think locally, right? That's kind of the point of a decentralized network and say, okay, well, as the uh, local host user, what are the best assumptions you can have for yourself? And, you know, uh, then certainly consider running a node, consider connecting perhaps a, uh, like client to that node. And we're actually moving into an era where, uh, you know, like, uh, Nipopal, uh, ultra light wallets are going to be coming out and there's still going to be a, uh, need, uh, to run a full node. Right. Um, so those yeah. of you that, uh, are interested in running a node, I, I think that's great. Um, but you know, if you run a hundred nodes, right. It's still like, uh, one user in, in the back end. So it doesn't really promote decentralization. It's, it's a nice thought, but it's not just about the number. And that's really important to understand because there are you know, you could say, okay, well, if Binance Smart Chain decided to have a thousand validators on their all CD CZ, there's no difference. Like practically it's sexier, right? Uh, it, it but, sounds nice. It sounds nice, you know, and that's always, that's always a question that we have to ask in this space is it's not just about the number. It's about what the number means, right? So there, there could be potentially multiple networks that say, Hey, we have X amount of validators and you know, how do you know they're not like, you know, three guys it's, it's uh, kind of an open question, right? Uh, so in my opinion, the real question to ask is how do you lower that barrier of entry so that it's easy to participate? And then we can have the assumption that it's, 
uh, multiple parties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're going to be running a node for Palmyra, but that's just because we, you know, we need a node, <laughs> um, not because we particularly think that it's going to add to decentralization. Um, yeah, but we just, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to need to, we're going to need to have it to make things run much smoother. Um, yeah. And so, um, we actually have a follow-up question here. So, Hey guys, while on notes, can you talk about how the new developments on index nodes may allow for the replacement, uh, for the need to run Explorer on top of it? Sure. Uh, so I guess practically the, the question is going to be, uh, how the application itself is designed, right. That you're interacting with, but, you know, it's true that when you talk about scalability, um, everybody likes to talk about TPS, TPS, uh, you know, Oh, the chain goes fast. Right. And that's all great. Um, you know, it's kind of really popular. I don't know, 2018, 2019. Right. Uh, but the question is you have all this data and, uh, you need to continually index that data and, uh, parse it, call the chain. Um, and when you have a data set that's growing and you know, usually the higher, the TPS, the higher that data set is expanding that you have to call sift through in, in order to, uh, you know, basically organize the chain. Right. And that's a, that's a really functional aspect of scalability that everybody forgets about all of the infrastructure that sits around the chain and calls the chain. Right. And it's actually one of the really neat things about, um, storage rent is that, you know, the functional UTXO set on Ergo will kind of be capped at four years, right? Either the user, um, move their funds within the last four years, or, you know, they got charged rent. So you can look at within that last four year period, and you know, all the data that you're really going to need to know the current state, uh, of the UTXO set is right there versus if you have something, you know, I have no idea how big Ethereum's, uh, full state is at the moment, but imagine what it's going to be in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years. And, you know, over time it becomes harder, uh, basically harder for, uh, you know, off-chain infrastructure to call all of that. And that leads to centralization. So actually having the node, uh, be able to, um, basically, you know, uh, having indexing functionality is, is really huge because if you spin up a node that way and applications are designed to support that, um, you're basically running infrastructure on top of your node that's calling the chain. And so you go back to the local host, right? It's, it's one thing that everybody loves to talk about decentralization, but that requires you being the local host. It requires you running infrastructure uh, if you actually want to participate in decentralization, right? Otherwise, we get into this scenario where, you know, everybody's basically calling the same uh, servers, which isn't ideal. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We have another actually interesting question here is block space quality. Really that uh, really important when the future give as many pro uh, as many processing, more storage, more AI, etc. 
It depends where where you're talking. I, I think that certainly if you look at like the newest uh, hardware out there that's accessible to uh, you know, data centers and whatnot, it's not a problem, but we're talking, you know, how do you create a decentralized network that basically empowers the end user and not just the end user in developed countries, but the end user globally, right? Uh, there's a certain gap there where, you know, certain areas of the world, you know, somebody might be running a phone that's, you know, what five versions, you know, uh, let's say behind what, uh, everybody's running out to buy the new shiny thing, uh, here. So I, I think it's important to scale it to say, what's your purpose? You know, certainly if we're going to try to build Solana, who cares, right? We, we can definitely, uh, oof, you know, push things and run the newest, latest, greatest tech, have a huge barrier to entry. And it doesn't matter because there's an expectation that very few are going to actually run infrastructure. But uh, if the purpose of the design is to say, okay, well, how can we um, lower that barrier of entry to where, you know, it's feasible for, you know, pretty much anyone anywhere in the world that's running, you know, hardware that's, uh, you know, manufactured in like the last decade. Um, I, I think that it's a different assumption, different plan. So I, I do think that it, it's actually important if that's your purpose. And in many cases, it's just not right. Um, there's a lot of people that love to have a light wallet on their phone. That's using that they're basically all pinging the same server. And then they say, raw, raw decentralization. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so here's a question that we kind of, you know, get from time to time. And so I thought maybe I'll, bring it up again here. Are there any marketing plans this year to promote Ergo? Um, okay. So first let's think about, uh, what, um, what does promoting means? Who are we promoting it to? What is their end? What is our end goal? How much are you willing to, how many, how much ecosystem, how many ecosystem funds are you willing to spend on this quote unquote promotion? So first of all, who would, who, uh, who would be attracted to Ergo? Um, okay. Tech people, right. Developers. Um, the technology speaks for itself. Uh, we're already attracting a lot of, you know, more and more developers each and every day, each and every week. Uh, we got more and more projects building. Uh, again, you know, I'm building my project on Ergo, uh, something that I wouldn't have done a couple of years ago. Um, so, the pr promoting ergo as far as getting devs on board is really, um, marketing to devs is, is, is really not easy because a lot of devs, especially good devs have their own kind of worlds, right. That they like to have information come into and, um, they don't like to be, you know, marketed to, um, and you, and you can actually can see, uh, some of the, um, some, some of the uh, backlash that, uh, we've got and uh, the Cardano community, uh, had with, uh, with, uh, uh, Redix. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not making any statements about the, you know, the, uh, you know, actually what, what Redix is and, uh, the, uh, whatever the qualities, the opportunities are, are, but just to show that some people, because it just kind of came in 
right? Uh, so to some people, uh, some people felt it was kind of out of nowhere, right? Came in and you see, not only do you see ecosystem people that have been around for a while, just kind of all of a sudden seem seemingly all of a sudden jump into it. You also see these, you know, targeted ads, right? And people started kind of saying, why do, why are we seeing all these ads all of a sudden? Right. Um, and it's, you know, it, I, I think it actually had a more ne- the actual ads had a more negative effect than they would have, had, and then a positive effect on the ecosystem because the people that already were interested in this in 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 this blockchain, they're already they're already doing stuff there, right? New people, a lot of them got turned off by that kind of advertising. What they did get turned on by is word to mouth from other developers uh saying i'm building it on this and i'm building it on i'm building what i'm building on this because of abcd and really that's how the developer community works right um at least from my experience now who else do you market to uh dgens um nfts um okay i mean we already got that going on but nfts are you know difficult right now it's a bear market uh who else i mean who else would be in there um the, the so my belief is that the best marketing you can have for any kind of blockchain ecosystem is a killer app that will that 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 will pull pull the average user into this ecosystem without them really knowing that they're utilizing this particular blockchain because not everybody needs to know what's under the hood and i keep saying this and i will keep saying this if we create an a, a platform that is mainstream viable, that is that pulls in, say, a million users, right? Would you really care if these million users were like ergo experts or really ergonauts? Would you care or would you be just happy with them using ergo to transact and do business on, right? To me, is the latter, right? To me, bringing, I mean, yeah, of course you want to grow the, the, the ergonaut community, but to me, really, if you bring those types of users with these killer dApps onto the platform, just to utilize the platform, just because it's part of the killer dApp and they love the killer dApp, that is how, that, that is the best way to market the ecosystem because then there's going to be more traffic. There's going to be more volume going through the ecosystem. It's going to be organic, right? Because, you know, you can't buy a community. You, you can't. Um, you can't buy organic growth. Um, there have been, you know, there have been the, you know, various different blockchains out there that had, you know, millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars pulled, poured, poured into them, like Aptos, like a couple of other ones, uh, uh, Sui or whatever it was called. But, you know, the ecosystems are inorganic. So it's just kind of like, okay. I mean, yeah, it's got a big market cap and what? You know, and what what is like what is different besides the amount of money that's been poured into the ecosystem? What is different between them and the next guy on 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 the coin market cap list? Um, I can tell you what the difference is between them and Ergo, but that's because our ecosystem has been growing organically, and essentially in the blockchain ecosystem, I believe that organic marketing, which is what we're doing already is the best type of marketing. It's not, it it doesn't give immediate results a lot of times, but it is sort of like a critical mass. You build it up and build it up and build it up. 
And once it reaches that critical mass, it just spills over and creates this big boom that organically pulls in new people, but they're real people. They're not bullshit bots that are just there to boost your you know, engagement numbers and to make it look like you're popular. And then you have an account say on social media, like a Twitter account for some, uh, you know, for some blockchain that's got like a half a million, half a million followers on it, but they get like 20 likes per, per post because they're fake. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, that's really what I think about it. I know this is not something that some people want to hear. People want to hear that. Yes. The Ergo foundation is going to put in like a million dollars into marketing, right. Or a half a million dollars into marketing. We're going to go market. There's going to, you know, going to see Ergo on billboards and buses and airports and this and that. And then what though, right? What is the call to action? You promote the ecosystem. Okay. So ergo, they're going to see ergo, but what is the call to action for the average person? And that, that there lies the dilemma. You, you, there isn't much of a call to action for the average person just to promote ergo, unless there's a killer dap or killer daps for them to utilize on ergo. And then it doesn't really matter if they really know Ergo or not. They just know the DAP that came out of the Ergo ecosystem or the platform that came out of the Ergo ecosystem. That's just that. I mean, that, that's what I think about this. Well, what are your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, I, I tend to agree that um, probably the most important marketing is functionality on the application level. I mean, I don't know. What are we going to do? Hire Matt Damon. Let's get some nice. <laughs> you know, it, Matt Damon. The, the question that we have to ask is like long-term value, right? And, and I do think that the best marketing is generally the market. Like that's just the case in our industry. Uh, you know, you can have some random coin that will go up and it gets attention. And, but the real question then is, okay, is that a sign of like voting where it's just like a popularity thing that lasts a week and then, I don't know, people get tattoos on their head and then a week later everybody forgets about it. Uh, or is it, or is it something that actually has like substantial use, uh, and value to the end user, right? you know, I'll, I'll use the example of, of like, uh, um, you know, if we look at Ethereum, uh, back in the day, you know, this looking at Uniswap, right. I think that that application did more for the, you know, adoption use, growth of Ethereum than really anything that the Ethereum foundation did, you know, did because it gave users the opportunity to kind of explore and expand, uh, you know, some basic DeFi primitives, which has been an evolving, uh, thing. Now it is true that one, um, unique aspect, uh, in Ergo and extended UTXO is this ability to have local uh, contracts in DeFi rather than using global. And I actually think it'll be really interesting to see, um, how the two models where you have more like, uh, let's say a global lending contract or a global DEX contract, and then, uh, P2P, uh, type contracts and watching the arbitrage and market opportunities that that creates, uh, that'll be interesting long-term, you know, it's got, it's, interesting to be in the crypto space. Cause there's always like this narrative 
right? And then, you know, we can we can make fun of the memes that uh, Bitcoin, the original meme coin in many ways, has come up with over the years where it's like every six months, the dominant narrative rebrands. Um, and then, you know, does it really go anywhere? Does it ever really accomplish like the stated mission? Uh, or is it one of those things that now it's, you know, the ETFs and then, you know, I guess like a year ago it was separate money from the state and, uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting to watch how that type of market branding, um, shifts in crypto. And, and from my perspective, right. It gets tiring. It gets tiring. Uh, like I, I imagine it's one of those things where, you know, you can make a lot of noise. That's great. It'll get people excited, but what do you deliver at the end of the day? What do you deliver? Um, that's, that's really where we need to focus. And I think that as applications develop and deliver, you know, on, on their vision, their goals, uh, that's going to build utility. Utility will build value. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly the approach that we're taking in Zengate. Um, utility builds value, not name recognition of a blockchain, not, numbers go up. It's utility. That's why we always, always lead with utility. Um, we, in fact, actually had a conversation today with some, some colleagues that came to visit us at the office, uh, just to kind of saying that they were talking to a couple of people uh, on their end and they, they said, well, people don't really know Ergo or Cardano. And I said, well, why do they, why, why were you talking about what blockchain is running the, uh, the traceability and tokenization protocol? were they asking those questions or were they asking just what does the platform do and how does it, how does it make the producer's lives easier and the buyer's lives easier? And why would they use it? Because that's what the, that's the way you market these things. You don't market them. Oh, well, I'm using this blockchain and not that blockchain, not, not to the, not, not to the, the mainstream user, right? They don't need to know what's under the hood I, unless they want to know. And most of the times they don't want to know. I mean, how many times have you, uh, you know, cared what networks your credit card runs on when you scan it at the at the store to buy something, right? What networks is it bridging with? Net, what net what what payment rails is it utilizing, and how is it getting to the bank? And how arbitrages work and all this stuff, you know. Um, so, okay, so here here is actually a a, a good question uh, from uh, from Rico Stains. Uh, so when you guys approach organizations, companies with different blockchain services like Zengate and Palmyra, what questions are they asking about Ergo? So since Zengate is my company, I'll tell you what I, what questions that I ask about Ergo. Is the tech solid? And is the tech business viable? Right. Um, for myself, for me, uh, it is business viable because it's very straightforward design on how I can utilize NFTs because we're using NFTs uh, in a winter protocol that is being built out by Luca to tokenize and trace uh, the products, the, 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 the commodities that are being listed on Palmyra. Um, I, uh, we picked it because it is good technology. It is solid technology and it is cheap. It's cheap to mint an NFT on, on Ergo. Um, it's, you know, some people think, oh, it's cheap. Is that, is that really, you know, a good reason? Hell yeah, that's a good reason. 
hell yeah, that's a good reason for, for, for me thinking that if, okay. So thinking that if I have say a million units, right? So I have a million units of a commodity being listed on Palmyra. Um, is it easier for me to sell a concept where a million units will cost somebody a million dollars to tokenize and track and trace or, or is it easier for me to sell to sell them the concept that ten thousand dollars is going to is 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 going to be required to track and trace and tokenize a million units, which is basically what it would cost uh, with with Ergo right now because of the minting fall, the transaction fee required to mint an NFT. So, I mean, that, that's the bottom line. It's, it's viability and it is, it, and it's, it's, uh, I want to say solidity, but how solid the tech is, right? I love the tech, right? It's easy to develop on. It's easy to make, do what I want it to do. And the rest is just business. Um, and this is what other companies are going to be asking how, how easy it is to build on your network and how much does it cost to build a new network? And how robust can the build be on your network? Um, and if you answer all three in the positive for the businesses looking to utilize your blockchain, utilize Ergo, then they're going to utilize Ergo because it only makes sense. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's it in a nutshell there. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's let go to another question here. Um, okay. Joe, what other, uh, other than Ergo, what are your favorite chains and why? Oh, I've answered this before. Uh, I would say other than Ergo, my favorite chains that have always been privacy oriented chains. Uh, I think that that's probably, um, I don't know, broadly, uh, probably one of the most important technological battles in front of us as humanity. Uh, you know, this idea of user privacy, um, I love the fact that when you have solid privacy communities, you know where they're at, right? Uh, that they tend to be very, uh, let's say, devoted to that cause, and uh, it's predictable. They don't necessarily, you know, shift with, with whatever way the wind blows. Uh, and there's a, there's a lot of that, you know, um, uh, in this industry where projects will rebrand brand based on what's popular suddenly you know it goes from the metaverse to now to ai to this and that and when you get into privacy advocates usually they're very first principle oriented they tend to be pretty meticulous and you just know where they're at and and i appreciate that consistency so i would have to say that you know you could look at uh, some of the leading um privacy chains uh, i would say you know monero is pretty great uh, Fiero's great. There's a lot of interesting research around, you know, zero knowledge proofs and how that could potentially, uh, increase user privacy. So I think that aside from like the programmability aspect that Ergo, uh, represents, and I guess to some, uh, some other chains as well, I, I tend to think privacy is, is a critically important topic that, um, is all too often ignored in this space and it's not popular, right? That's, that's the thing that, uh, I guess people need to kind of recognize is that 
you know, you, you could look at an example of what's happening in uh, Europe right now with different privacy coins, uh, you know, potentially being delisted and then some of them being relisted and uh, I guess the better ones staying uh, off the market. Uh, you know, I, I kind of like the Monero community's uh, attitude where, you know, if they get delisted, they're kind of like, well, you know, it's better than uh, being captured, right? So that that tends to be where I fall in terms of other chains, other projects, what I find interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, I am the same. Um, I like Monero. Um, yeah, I like what they're doing. Um, uh, I mean, you know, the, 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 there are a few others. I do like some, some what Algorand is doing. Uh, another really good blockchain, I think. I mean, of course, there's some, you know, not nobody's perfect, but they, they, they're doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. In general, it just kind of, uh, feasibility and viability and really do they check off the, you know, the, the first principles, right? Because I am, I am very much about that. Um, so if they do, uh, yeah, I, I, I am for them. I am. For, and of course, Cardano, of course. Uh, but that goes without saying, um, okay. Uh, so we got a little, uh, so we got a question here from high quality ergo. Hey, uncle Dan and Joe, have you checked out the new token dashboard? Heard it, uh, uh heard it have so many features and stats. Sorry for the shill. Um, yeah, I have not, uh, did, did uh, you Joe? Yeah. Drop a link to ErgCube. Uh, it's a, it's a great community project. A lot of, uh, new feature stats, tracking loans, looking at projects. It's great to have that type of uh, media aggregator out there for the ecosystem uh, where somebody can kind of get a high level view of the ecosystem. Um, I, I know that, you know, recently there was a project that, you know, uh, released like their intentions of building on Ergo uh, Crux Finance, which is going to, I don't know, you, you kind of get into this, of fragmentation, right? You have all these different projects building in, in different areas and for the end user, uh, you know, projects like Ergcube, um, and, uh, something like, you know, what crux is potentially uh, working to do that kind of aggregates that pulls it all into one environment and gives people kind of the eagle eye overview uh, of the ecosystem can be extremely valuable. Uh, you know, I know myself, I get oof, lost in discord and, telegram channel overload and just buried in a lot of different things. So having that single, um, you know, let's say places you can go to get a broader, uh, update or overview or collect data on the ecosystem is, is really valuable. So appreciate your work. Uh, new token dashboard, everybody check it out. I still don't see a link in the chat, but yeah, well, I mean, high quality ergo, come on, man. You know, we, uh, we, we give you a plug now. Let's, let's go with the, let's go with the link. All right. You have like 15 minutes. All right. So drop it in the chat so that everybody can check it out. All right. Uh, let's move to the next question. Uh, another one from Mr. Rico, uh, would Zengate ever invite VC money into their development? Hypothetically, if so, would Ergo follow suit? Um, okay. So VC has, uh, you know, has this like negative 
connotation to it because of all the predatory VCs out there and all the VC coins that are basically just giant pump and dumps uh, that really have no substance. Uh, you know, the, the, the Suez and the Solanas of the world. Um, but uh, funds, you know, VCs and funds aren't all evil. There are good VCs right out, but there, there, there are good funds out there that are funds out there that are, uh, that are ethical, that are hands-on and that respect what you do and that will help you, will boost you instead of trying to, uh, tr trying to feed on you and essentially dump you. Um, it's just a matter of understanding the landscape, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, we would, uh, and we are actively speaking to funds and VCs. Uh, we are very selective about who we invite and, and who we want to take investment from, uh, because of just that, uh, we don't want any predatory VCs, any predatory funds in, uh, in the project. We're very selective. We need to know that if we are accepting money from somebody, these people understand what their money is going into and understand our expectations of not being a source of pumping and dumping and being a source of them investing into something that's so paradigm shifting that is, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like investing in an Amazon back in 1999 or something, you know? Um, and if they understand that, then yeah, uh, yeah, we would, we would welcome, uh, those funds. In fact, uh, um, I mean, we, we, we haven't, uh, we haven't, we haven't signed any paperwork or anything like that, but we've actually been getting quite a lot of help from uh, Mike Arrington, uh, just guidance and, uh, Arrington has got his own, his own fund, Arrington Capital. In fact, they've actually been, uh, involved in several pretty large deals. Um, they, they, uh, created the fund for Moonbeam, the Moonbeam network, uh, they created the Algorand fund. They created, uh, right now, actually, um, Arrington capital and a few other partners, uh, won the bankruptcy filing for, uh, for Celsius. Uh, so there is a, uh, there's a group called Fahrenheit, uh, and Fahrenheit essentially is going to be accommodating and, uh, kind of, uh, making it right for, for, for Celsius uh, holders, uh, or Celsius, uh, customers. Um, and if you, if you look at what they're doing, you'll see they're very ethical. They're very much on the side of, um, the, the customer, um, and, 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 and the user, and the, these are the type of people that you want to work with, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, we, and, and would Ergo follow suit? Uh, you know, Ergo is an open ecosystem, you know, take as much control of it as you want, as you know, Alex says. So Ergo doesn't have to follow suit projects on Ergo can decide for themselves if this is a good business decision or not. Um, and uh, this is actually what we're, what, what we're trying to do. We're filling out some funds to see if they are the right fit for the ecosystem. And if they are, how can we bring them into the ecosystem and kind of give them an understanding of all the different great opportunities that are here, you know? So yeah, uh, I believe other products projects will follow suit, um, as they, as, as they should, uh, because you need investors. 
uh, on, you know, many, many projects. Um, and, uh, it's, like I said, it's just a matter of making sure that you right, let the right people in. Um, uh, did you have anything, uh, do you have anything to add on that, Joe, uh, just as far as bringing in VCs or funds into the ecosystem for investments? Sure. I, I mean, in, on a very basic level, you're talking about signing contracts, devils in the details, know what you're getting in bed with. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, yeah, you know, not all VCs are inherently evil. Um, so just, you know, make sure you don't make stupid business decisions. It's, it's, it's business. Read the contract. If the contract is, uh, is good, then, uh, yeah. Uh, then, then go for it. Um, you know, it's just, the, it's, it's actually kind of the same thing with, uh, with getting paid off by, uh, you know, like polygon or something to build in polygon. Uh, that's a stupid, that, that, that's just a really stupid business decision and a stupid, um, uh, technical architecture decision to build in a chain just because they gave you money. You know, I mean, yeah, we could probably go with what we've developed right now to like a polygon or even, uh, you know, Binance and, uh, you know, get money from whatever, you know, and, you know, whatever entity is the, is, is the kingmaker in that ecosystem. I don't want that because I just don't like their tech. I don't think it can do what, what Ergo can do for the project. This is why we're staying with Ergo. This is why we're building on Ergo, um, because the architectural decision makes the most sense on Ergo because the business makes the most sense on Ergo and what we're going to be using Ergo for. Um, yeah. So you just, you just, it's all about business decisions and it's all about making proper business decisions that are, um, th that you have your project projects success in mind and not just like who is the highest bidder and give you the most money, re you know, regardless of how shitty their tech is. Uh, okay. Um, so, uh, oh, there's a, uh, there's a question here. How do I invest in Zengi? Do you sell shares or bonds? Well, um, actually, uh, very shortly, we're going to be starting our promotion for the ErgoPad uh, IDO that we're going to be doing with, with Marty. And that we're also hoping to do that, you know, cross chain. So Ergo and Cardano, because these assets are going to be bridged by, by, uh, Rosen. So they're going to be, be usable on both networks and there's going to be a uh, utility for them on both networks. Uh, so yeah, that's starting really shortly. Uh, we will have more details in probably next uh, week or so. And, uh, this is a way for you to be able to get on board and, uh, have a, have a stake in what Zengate is doing. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Well, that's a nice, nice, nice question to kind of leave off on because, <laughs> uh, we, uh, you know, we're talking about food. Uh, so Joe, Hey, Kushti mentioned cook off during Ergo summit. What will you be cooking and posting pics off? Oh, I'm going to fire up the smoker. I'll probably get a nice roast. Uh, let's see. I think, I think the Ergo sum is worthy of trying to find me a nice, like bone in ribeye primary roast. And, uh, I'll probably smoke it with hickory for like, you know, six, seven hours. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll get some good food going. It's, it's a food weekend as I was saying. So, uh, you know, that's one nice thing about the Ergo Summit is it's a food holiday in the Ergo ecosystem. So those of you out there that want to celebrate with some food, um, yeah, 
it's always great to share that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, from the Japan side, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to be barbecuing as well. We're going to be doing, you know, more Japanese barbecue, which, which is just, you know, um, you know, harami, which is basically just pieces of steak, um, and some chicken potentially. Um, I got a Weber grill, so it, you know, makes some beautiful, beautiful barbecue, something about the shape of that thing, you know, like, I've had many grills before and I've never had things cook and so and be just so delicious coming off the grill as I've had off of Weber grill. Something about that dome design. I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. Uh, Hey, uh, we got, we got a question from Ergo Sigmonaut. So fire up the pizza oven, Joe, you're going to be firing up the pizza oven or what? Uh, probably, maybe this weekend. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'll probably smoke some meat to be honest. Yeah. 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 I wish, you know, um, I kind of wish I actually, I, I kind of want to get a smoker out here cause, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's nice to have, and I do have a, I do have the space. So, you know, it's not, not only here about Japan is true as far as, uh, you know, uh, how, uh, uh, how everything is really small in the suburbs. It's not, it's, you know, my house, I got some, uh, you know, it's not a huge piece of land, but it's a piece of land. And, um, yeah, enough to uh, enough for you to to kind of spread out a little bit. Um, Ursa Miner says Borsch. That is actually not a bad idea. Uh, and I just found I just found beets, which are actually pretty difficult to get in Japan. Uh, for some reason, okay. Well, so there is uh, there are Japanese beets that are basically like they're called daikon and but those just don't you know they're not the right the right kind they're white uh they don't have the same taste as 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 uh as borscht beets and yeah i just found a way to get beets you know the beets going over here so uh yeah i might be cooking up some borscht uh in the uh the old uh soviet fourth of july tradition so yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for giving me that, uh, uh, th- that idea. And yeah, guys. So just before we leave you, um, so we have a link to Erg cube from, uh, none other than high quality ergo. Um, this is what we were talking about. This is what Joe was talking about. And this is where, um, uh, you know, this is what HQER was telling us, uh, you know, checking out some of these new features and stats. So, you know, let me just get it up on the screen here. Yeah, guys. So here's the link. Um, we're also, you know, I mean, you can, you can just ping, uh, ping them in, in on telegram and get the link, but it's really easy. Ergcube.com. Uh, yeah, I, I personally love it. I, I love this aggregate, um, app. Um, it's a great kind of, uh, you know, summation of the ecosystem. It's, it's actually, it's kind of interesting because when I was just really, and myself and Sam, actually, we're just kind of trying to figure out what products we can put out into the ecosystem. Uh, we were actually thinking of a similar product, uh, of this kind of like an aggregate, um, uh, ecosystem, uh, just like ecosystem mall, right. 
Uh, and I, I don't know. I just, I, I can't figure out a better way of, 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 uh, articulating it because, uh, you know, I'm still, uh, I, I come from the early internet days of internet malls. Um, and I don't know, some of you guys might be old enough to remember those back in the nineties. That was like a thing, internet malls. Everybody wanted to be part of the internet mall, which was basically just like this aggregate website of these different local businesses and then separate web pages for their businesses. Of course, Urcube is different. Urcube is a lot more, well, I mean, it's, you know, it's whatever, 26, seven years later. So we're a lot more advanced with technology right now, but the aggregate, the aggregate, uh, solution, the kind of, um, the, like the, the, the welcome hall of the ecosystem is, 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 is great on this app. So highly recommend you guys check it out. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think, um, I think we can leave it off for, for today. Uh, yeah. So definitely, definitely, definitely don't miss the summit. Uh, we're definitely going to be having a lot of fun there. Uh, check out the videos. We're going to try to do one from, from Zengate. We're going to try to get it out to Andy as soon as possible. There's a chance we might not make it in time. Apologies. We might, uh, you know, put it out a little later on our channel and just kind of, you know, give people a link, but, um, yeah, cause, uh, Andy is getting kind of overloaded <laughs> right now, uh, with uh, a lot of the content cause there's just so much content coming in. Um, yeah. So yeah, really looking forward to that. So you got any last words for everybody, for any, for all the people watching Joe? Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. Uh, definitely. I'm going to be watching the summit cause well, my mug's not going to be on a lot of the videos. And so that's a, it's a lot more interesting to watch. Right. So why I hope everybody. What, what, why is that? You know, she should make just kind of like, uh, I, I, I show up, I make these videos and then I let the natural ability of the brain to bury trauma, just kick in and move on with life. Right. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, when it's ergo content that I'm no part of, it's, it's a pleasure for me to watch. So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It would be really, will be really, really cool to watch. And so, yeah, don't miss it guys. All right. Uh, that's all the time we have for this week. And again, thanks for joining us and next week, same time, same channel on YouTube and other platforms that we're now broadcasting to. So thanks a lot, everybody on so long. Have a good one.